0: Good morning everybody We're just going to have the reading which today is from the Old Testament from the book of Genesis Genesis 1 through to the first verse of Genesis chapter 2 the beginning in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty And God said, Let there be an expanse between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the expanse and separated the water under the expanse from the water above it. And it was so. God called the expanse sky. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let dry ground appear. bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark seasons and days and years, and let them... Be lights in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights the greater light to govern the day, and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars, and God set them in the expanse of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea, and every living and moving thing with which the water teems, according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number, and fill the water in the sea. And let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, a fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, Livestock, creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And then God said, let us make human beings in our image, in our likeness, And let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over the livestock, over all the earth, over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds of the air and all the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thank you so much, Ruth. I know that was a a long reading, but I thought it was really, really good to listen to and remind ourselves of the story of creation. And, uh, and that's what we're going to be thinking about today. We're going to be thinking about creation and caring for God's creation. I've got two kind of questions I want us to think about today. Um, we're going to split it up with a song. And the first question is this. Why, as Christians, should we care for God's creation why should we care for God's creation? More than just maybe the, the kind, of, kind of the world's uh, and everyone else's understanding of why we should care, Not, you know, the, the kind of uh, secular reasons, but why as Christians should we care? And then the second question will be, well, how should we care for God's creation? Uh, and we'll kind of look at that in a bit. But why as Christians should we care? First thing, hopefully we can get the slide up. Why should we care? Creation reveals God's love creation reveals God's love God made the world as we just heard in our story he made it deliberately he chose to make it and that might sound obvious to us because you know most world religions have a similar kind of creation story these days but we should never forget how important this is wow (laughs) that's a thing Anyone know? Anyone seen that happen before? Right. Whew. Anyone remember where I was? <laughs> Creation is a deliberate choice by God. He, is a, uh, he chose to create the world. The famous, most famous verse in the Bible, For God so loved the world. For God so loved the whole world. That he gave his son, as well as God showing us His love in creation, because He does show us His love. One of the main reasons we know why God uh, loves us is that He chose to create us. We weren't created by some form of accident, uh, and you know, some other religions back when Genesis was written would, would kind of have uh, there'd be like a. Loads of gods having a war, and out of that chaos, creation was formed. But no, Yahweh, God, He created deliberately because He loves us. He loves His creation. And God and creation reveals and shows God's love to the world, not just to us as Christians, but the Bible also says that people, all people, can know that God exists and that God is love by looking at creation. So why should we care for God's creation? Well, by caring for creation, we are pointing to a creator. By caring for creation, we are pointing to the creator. Second reason, it was and it will be good. It was and it will be good. You know, again and again in our story, we heard that phrase, didn't we? God creates something, he looks at it, and then he saw that it was good. He saw that it was very good today, by the way. (laughs) Um, So he saw that it was good. Creation was and is good. What's your favorite bit of creation? I want you to think about it. What's your favorite thing about the universe? Have a think. What's your favorite thing about this world we live in? We all can have favorite bits, can't we? And Joshua, I've just heard said eating. Did you? Sorry? Aliens. England. England, very, very patriotic answer there. <laughs> my hearing is terrible. <laughs> well, there's loads of different things you can have as favorites. It might be an ocean. I, I love uh, kind of I, I love David Attenborough documentaries, and I think my favorite ones are the Blue Planet ones. If we can get the next side, because I, I love looking. Oh, no, I haven't got it there. That's fine. I love looking at all the kind of crazy, funny fish. In the world, there we go. There's different funny fish. Uh, I just love watching those deep blue planet kind of ones. That's a blob fish in the bottom right hand corner, which is the funniest thing ever made. I think we can all agree with that. Uh, Just incredible, incredible creation, diversity on it. Um, Back that one slide before you might like flowers. Um, You might love flowers and look outside and look at nature. Uh, As a hay fever sufferer, I can give or take flowers, but uh, you know. Each to their own. No, flowers are incredible, aren't they, and plants and, and, and the diversity they give create, the created order. And then lastly, it might be animals, be cute putties, laughing seals, or, uh, or just the majestic, glorious, wonderful swan, or something like that. My personal favorite is mountains. I absolutely love looking at mountains. I love walking around mountains. I just I think they're so glorious, and it's probably my favorite bit of all creation. So creation was created good. The world is good. But if we flip over the story, if we read on a bit longer from that first uh, story in the Bible, if we flip, flipped over it, we'd find that actually something went wrong, didn't it? Creation was corrupted as Adam and Eve and human beings are created, they then eventually disobey God, walk away from him. And because whilst the, the world and creation create, still maintains a lot of God's goodness, it also has some problems, doesn't it? It's corrupted by the power of sin and death, and, it's, and we see that all over the place. But, and there is a really big but here, that on the third, on the, in chapter 3, God sets out immediately, he sets out his plan to redeem the world and restore all of creation, get rid of all the kind of issues in the world and make it good, perfect once more. What was that verse again? For God so loved the world that he gave his son. You know, that it's not just for human beings that God sends his redemption plan in Jesus. It's for the whole of creation. God loved the whole world. God loved the whole of creation, so Jesus comes. Elsewhere in in Romans, Paul writes that the whole of creation is groaning as if it's in labor, waiting expectantly for God's redemption and restoration. When creation will be good, it will be perfect again. So, why do we care for God's creation? Well, in doing so, we are joining in with God's work. We're joining in with God's mission. Final reason that I want us to think about. Why should we care for God's creation? It's because we, as human beings, have power over creation. You know, in that story, it says that human beings were given dominion or given power over creation, the climax of that story is the creation of human beings, you and I. And we reap the benefits of the earth, don't we? We have, we have power over creation. We can plant plants and have them for food. We can pick fruit off trees. We can have animals. We can eat fish in the sea. You know, that, we have power over creation. But as a certain really famous comic film said, uh, with great power comes great Responsibility, just, just highlighting my Spider-Man fans right there. With great power comes great responsibility. Actually, human beings, we have this power over creation, and if we use that power negatively, we can damage creation, can't we? Maybe have a think. Can anyone give me an example, perhaps, of how when we negatively use creation it kind of, uh, and use our power, it can negatively affect creation? Can anyone call out an example? deforestation i think i heard pollution as well other yeah other things we know about fossil fuels and climate change is the bigger one isn't it i'm sure we can all think all of us whether we're young or old can probably think of things that we did we had the school here the other day and someone just went litter (laughs) just really clearly litter really didn't like litter (laughs) so we have power over creation so why should we care Why should we care for God's creation? Well, one, it reveals God to the world. Two, we are called to join in with him in restoring that creation that he loves. And three, because we have great power and great responsibility to do so. At this point, I think it's a good time to celebrate God's creation a bit. We're going to sing again together, uh, and then I'll kind of talk a bit more about the how question. How do we care for God's creation? So we're going to sing, Our God is a Great Big God which is hopefully a song many of us know. But in it, we, hear, we celebrate this God who holds the whole world in his hands. We celebrate this God who has known us and loved us since before the world began. And we celebrate the fact that we get to join in with his amazing plan for the world. So should we stand together and sing? And I'm gonna lead us in some actions, hopefully. If anyone knows any actions for this song and wants to come up and join me, you are so, so welcome. Uh, otherwise I will stand here and lead it on my own but yeah let's go for it
2: Our God is a great big God Our God is a great big God Our God is a great big God and he holds us in his hands. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God and he holds us in his hands. He's higher than a skyscraper and he's deeper than a submarine. He's wider than a and beyond my life dreams And he's known me and he's loved me Since before the world began How wonderful to be a part of God's amazing land Our God is a great big God Our God is a great big God Our God is a great big God Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. Our God is a great big God. He holds us in his hands. He's higher than a skyscraper and he's deeper than a... God's amazing plan Our God is a great big God Our God is a great big God I got is a great big God And He holds us in His hands I got is a great big God Our God is a great big God Our God is a great big God
1: So you nice jazzy version of that I love that that was good <laughs> so how do we care for God's creation and this will be nice and short I promise first thing to say is kind of like individually we can care for God's cre- oh, bless him uh, individually we can care for God's creation can't we we can, we can think about our own uh, kind of carbon footprint. Um, I wonder if we could get the slide up here, a bit of like kind of confession here. Uh, this week, I did a kind of carbon footprint test of my, for myself. I did it on the WWF website, so the World Wildlife Fund website. There's loads of different tools out there that you can use. But it was really, really fascinating and kind of highlighting and kind of challenging for myself. You know, it kind of, it was a quick quiz, but it kind of then broke, it gave me a a, a number, so 117% is our household kind of carbon footprint, which means uh, if we're aiming to be completely sustainable, my family, we need to do a bit more. Uh, and it was kind of challenging, but it also then broke it down into where kind of uh, we're making some of the most impact and where we can kind of improve and it was really, really helpful. So do this week, maybe as a family, maybe as a household, whatever your situation, have a think about uh, kind of your own carbon footprint, your own personal kind of uh, way of caring for creation. What I found really fascinating about this, I don't know if you can see, in the bottom left of the screen, there's a kind of there's three footprints. We've got the yellow one is the UK average. And thankfully, I'm, I was, our family are slightly below the UK average, but still more to do. But on the left there, you've got the world's average, this tiny little footprint that you probably can't see. Actually, the majority of the world is living in much, uh, much more sustainable ways than we are in the West. And when I say that we have great power and great responsibility, to a large extent, us in the West we have the greatest power to make a difference and change within that. So we have our individual thing. And, and I don't know about you, whenever I look at climate change uh, and think about climate change and think about my own f- carbon footprint, uh, sometimes I could feel a bit kind of, oh, a bit guilty. And I don't know anything that's ever gone well when acting out of shame. If I feel shameful, I'm not going to act well necessarily. But in the church, in Christianity, we have a better model than shame. We have a model of confession and repentance. Actually, coming to God, admitting, yeah, okay, sometimes we don't do the right thing. But also, we have a God who can help us uh, live in a way that loves creation just as much as we do. So, should we pray together at this point? Should we pray uh, just and think about our own living, our own lifestyle, the way we care for God's creation? Bring that to him, and I'm just going to say a quick prayer. Father God, thank you that you love the world. Thank you that you love us. We're sorry for the times when we don't care for creation. We don't love it as much as you do. Help us to love and care for this world you have given us each and every day. Help us to see the big issues that come with it. Help us to love our fellow human beings who are being affected most. And give us the strength by the power of your Holy Spirit to care and love as much as you do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.